And then I'm going to do the, uh, yeah. Cool. Was that it? Oh yeah, that was okay. <laughs> that was it. That All was right. the signal. I didn't realize that was a Q and. All right, welcome back, guys, to episode fifty-five. Uh, fifty-five, fifty-six, somewhere in those mid fifties. This is a mid fifties crisis, honestly, right now. Um, welcome back, sippers, simps, and whiskey dicks alike. Uh, as always, it's me and Josiah. Um, today we are back on one of our favorite locations at Buffalo Traders Lounge. Shout out to you, BTL. Yeah, it's we been a while it. since we did this. It has. It's been like 15 episodes, probably. Yeah, at least. The last one that comes to mind is Kev. Yeah, I think so. With yeah. The first ever Kev's well, yeah, Corner. The first Kev, because the, the last Kev we did was at Lane's. The last couple Kev's. Yeah, we're at Lane's. Yeah, um, yeah we love you, Kev, if you're listening. Uh, yeah, so today we got um, some really cool bourbons in front of us. Uh, we are going to do the 3B special, the Bowman, the Blood, and Drumroll. Blood oath. Wait, wait, no. Uh, nope. No, nope. Bur- b- birthday bourbon. Birthday. Yeah, god Happy damn it. Happy birthday. All right, anyways, I'm going to roll the intro. Here he goes. Talk to me. I want you to worship me. Get down on your knees. Did you not hear me? I got to know what you guys think of that. Please leave some comments. Um, Everyone's like, dude, please stop. (laughs) We also got a new camera. Shout out to uh, Cyber Monday and the business making some money. We got a new camera. Uh, So you will see content coming back to Instagram, no? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's actually going to look like it was recorded on a camera and yeah. not a potato. Exactly. Not, not dissing iPhone quality or anything. Yeah, but, but to know. diss you, Steve Jobs, I hope you rolled over on that one. Um, yeah, so today we're going to do Bowman Brothers Blood Oath Pact 8, which is the newest release. And then this year's release, which is technically last year's barrel 2021 of birthday bourbon. We got a very special, uh, uh, we got a bottle, kind of. It's not really our bottle, but we got to taste some of it. So, yeah. Um, I'll start off. Let's just, we got three bourbons in front of us. We don't have a guest, so it's probably going to be a shorter episode today. Let's uh, just pop a cork. Let's <sighs> get started the right way. Yeah? Yeah, let's do it. All right, here you go. Uh, Bowman Brothers, bottle pop. Let's see what happens. Oh, it was just, so damn shy, dude. I know. I mean, technically, Bowman's Brothers is what? Like three years Bland's juice? I was going to say, it's like, it's definitely like Weller something juice, something other. You know what? I feel I should I should have done my research before we got here. Um, but um, yeah, for those that you were like watching the video, you're like looking at us and you're like, dude, there's such a such a weird difference in style here. I feel like I look like a fucking oh yeah, Josiah straight um day job attire because this is our night job. Um, and I am straight uh how I dress literally every day. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. which is how I usually dress. Um, I don't know. It's kind of hot, dude. I like you in a suit. Oh man, save that for later, dude. No, dude, I, I'll save. I'll save some dirtier stuff later. But you look hot. Thanks, man. Appreciate yeah, that. You look good. Thank you. Yeah, I kind of want to go clubbing in this. I don't know. It just feels weird. Ah, no, dude. The guy in the suit in the club. Yeah, no, I don't want to do that. No, what are you looking for? You know what I'm looking for. What are you looking for, babe? Right there. No, the. The. Yeah, do you know where it is? No, give it back to you. You did. Yeah, it hasn't. Oh, no, I know anymore. where it is. I know where it is. Never mind. We're good. Yeah. Anyways, the guy in the, <laughs> as a guy in the club in a suit would be desperately looking for his bag um, <laughs> as you were. Yeah. Um, the, I don't know. I think the guy in the club look is uh, no, an it's, awful it's look. It's not a good look. Well, I mean, I just mostly not. I don't want to go clubbing, I guess. I don't know. You're either. Well, let's just talk. I just I, I just kind of want to harp on this a little bit more. Yeah. If you're the guy in the club. 
right? In a suit. There's like three things you could be. You're either on drugs or selling them. Check. Right? Uh, you're either a sugar dad or you're someone's sugar daddy and you got dragged there or you are just some new to sales bro that thought, oh my goodness, I'm going to look so much richer and cooler Correct, if yeah. I show up to this club right now in my suit that I, my mom bought when I graduated college <laughs> from uh, either Joseph A. Bank or Men's Warehouse. And I have one suit and no one needs to know that because tonight I look like I have a closet full of suits. Oh yeah, exactly. It's, uh, you're 100% right on that. Um, I think- I know, because I've seen them. I've well, seen them, I've served them. Um, the thing about the suits is like, if you're in sales and you're a first year sales bro, you always wear a suit. And then past that, you just wear like the, like the Patagonia mm-hmm. like vest and the, the vest with the shirt underneath, no tie. And, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Dude, I remember when I was still working in sales uh, in logistics sales, it would be so funny. Like, and I worked in a very high turnover job, logistics sales. All logistics uh, is crazy. Yeah, look crazy high turnover. So there's like literally weekly interviews for the next sales class. Um, and it would just be all these like fresh out of college or maybe graduating in six months, just showing up in the nicest suit they own. And everyone there is wearing nothing nicer than a polo. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so funny. You just like get trotted through the whole sales floor and everyone's just kind of looking at you Yeah, or crying at their computer. One of the two, you know, a little bit of both, a little bit of both. It's kind of like the freshman when you get to school and you like still wear your fucking land lanyard around your neck with like yeah. your school ID on it or some dumb shit. I don't fucking Yeah. Know. Oh, I see an opportunity. I see snake oil. Snake oil on Bowman's? On Bowman's. Let's on read it. On Bowman's? Dude, I know it's a Sazerac product. I don't it's know if that's 100% a Sazerac product. I which, which, which tracks if it's, uh, it's got snake oil on you it. You read the snake oil, uh, time for ASMR with Josiah. I'll look up what Bowman's Brothers is. Yeah, so uh, Bowman's Brothers is a pioneer spirits of virgin straight bourbon whiskey. Um, John Abraham Joseph and Isaac Bowman were Virginia militia officers in the American Revolutionary War. Whoa. And in 1779, they led 30 pioneer families to Madison County, Kentucky, and established Bowman Station. Later, the brothers helped establish and settle Fayette County. So like Lafayette without the law. Um, they were legends, admired and respected by fellow sellers for their courage and bravery. Um, this handcrafted bourbon whiskey is a tribute to those four heroic Bowman brothers. So basically, you get a little bit of a background about what it is and why it is, but you get literally no story about what the fuck it is. But they want to hear from your customers. So go fucking spam them at brothers at asmithbowman.com and tell okay. them that. All right. So on my little quick Googling, I found some. uh, So in 2017, it was published that Bowman Brothers is typically between six and seven years. Okay. Now we know in the last five years, Buffalo Trace and Sazerac has completely cut their production. Buffalo Trace used to have an age statement and no longer has a statement. You know what I mean? Right. Um, So we can assume that if this is six to seven years, it's probably three years now. Yeah. Just because they need to push out product. I don't know. Six to seven years is also bland and they sell this for $32. Yeah, you know, uh, it is also said, and this came out in 2021 that Bowman's Brothers whiskey uh, mash bill is a varying mix of mash bill number one and mash bill number two from Buffalo Trace. Okay, do you know one and two what the mash bills are? Um, no, I don't. Um, I mean, I know there's what like three mash bills. I know like I've seen like there's like there's a very well well done graphic on the different Buffalo Trace uh, mash bills where it's like mash bill one is all these uh, mash bill two is all these. So mash bill one, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you said it's a mix of one and two, correct? Yep. So it actually says here that it is a mix of one and two, which is then shipped to Virginia where it is distilled for a third time in age. 
Oh, that's weird. So Bowman Brothers being out of Virginia, this is actually distilled in Virginia. That's cool. So it's a, it's so it's a it's a almost like sourced, but it's sourced by itself. It's like MGP sourced somewhere itself. else. It's like yeah. MGP were to be like, hey, we are M- this is an MGP juice, but we are going to go still it somewhere else and yeah. then call it Bowman's Brothers. Yeah, but exactly. like also, so mash number one, right? There's the wheat mash. There's a rye mash. Okay, so I guess there's two uh, okay. ones. Um. Yeah, I don't fucking know. But there's like literally, I've seen a really well done uh, chart of it. I'll probably post it somewhere um, in the description, which is like, uh, this one's got all this, and this one's got all that. So, like, uh, one, Mash Bill 1 is predominantly corn, mm-hmm. uh, rye, and barley. Does it have percentages or no? No, okay. I mean, it's just, and Mash Bill 2 is the same thing, uh, more or less. Um, I, I can't remember off the top of my head uh, what they are. I think, um, let's see, it says, Level Trace uses two primary mash bills. Well, they do not disclose the exact recipe, they, but we can make educated on the mash percentages. Mm-hmm. Mash bill one is 10% or less, and two is 10 to 12. So literally, this literally means fucking nothing. I'm literally reading something. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Here's what I'm looking for. Mash bill number one. So these are the ones that are with mash bill one. Buffalo Trace. Uh, I'm going to skip these because no one gives a shit about that. E.H. Uh, e. Taylor. Pretty much all E.H. Taylor. Mm-hmm. Uh, George T. Stagg. Stagg Jr. Eagle Rare. Uh, Eagle Rare 17. And okay. Benchmark. So, so, uh, Bland's must be two then. Correct. So Mash Bill 2 okay. is uh, Elmer T. Lee, Rock Hill Farms, um, and then Bland's. So that makes so much sense why a six to seven year Bowman's, which we can't confirm, but our base knowledge of what Sazerac has been doing in the last few years is cut. Let's assume it's not cut, right? It's still six to seven years bourbon, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah. It makes sense why this is not the same price as Bland's. Yeah, because the other mash bill at seven years is deemed bland quality. Mm. This mash bill isn't deemed quality until ten years or more. Right. Yeah, and this like, is also. I guess they, all, they would all argue that's all quality, but I yeah. mean, Eagle Rare is cheaper than this dude at shelf price. <laughs> yeah, it's two dollars cheaper, is three years more. It's honestly, dude, it's literally just about marketing. Like yeah. it could be the exact same fucking mash in every single way. It could be the same fucking liquid in both sing- both bottles, but people would buy Blanton's over this, and Blanton's mm-hmm. would be more bought because it's a known product like people don't give a shit like Absolutely you're not gonna insane. sell blatants out of a plastic water bottle you know i would actually like one day if we could get big enough sit down with a sazerac distiller like just on like uh, like no biases just truly ask like to you why is blanton's different than bowman's and right. okay okay different mash bill right but like okay why is bowman's different than eagle rare why is eagle you know what i mean like Right. What, what it, uh, marketing aside, just distilling, like if because they could be like, you know, one's made in Virginia and we don't think the Rick houses in Virginia produce the same as the Rick houses in uh, Kentucky. Right. You yeah, know what I mean, exactly. I um, well, yeah, but, but do you have that? Like, yeah, the actual nose off that's very much fucking Buffalo Trace. Oh, it's Buffalo Trace. Uh, like you got that. This cherry. is Neckpore. Oh, yeah, this is Neckpore. So, but yeah, you get that Buffalo Trace cherry like right off the nose. Um, I mean, you know, it, it, it smells like it would be like your typical. Buffalo Trace, yeah. bourbon, blends, bullshit, all that fucking good shit. I don't fucking know. Let's see how this tastes. Let's do it. Hmm. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Tastes like Buffalo Trace. Tastes like Buffalo Trace. It's got a little bit more. Um, 90 proof. Hmm. Um, it, it. I don't know. I, I, I wanted to hate it. Yeah, I, I don't, don't mind it. It's a nice, it's a nice, easy sipper. Yeah. Um, uh, AJ is a huge fan of the cast strength version of this. Of and Bowman's. so 
Yeah. So if you were to imagine this flavor profile you're tasting, add mm-hmm. some more heat, add some more flavor to it. Yeah. You can see how this thing would wake up. Oh, I, I can imagine I would fall in love with it. What does that oh, yeah. run for? Is that pretty out? I think it's 70 bucks. 70 bucks? Okay. Yeah, 69.99 from what I okay. last saw. I mean, will you see it for that? I don't know. But uh, the last time I bought it, I found a bottle of the cast strength and I like threw it in a backpack and um, with a whole bunch of other stuff. And I, w- I was going somewhere and the backpack fell. Like I was putting it in my car and it like slipped, fell smashed on the ground mm. crashed a bottle spilled all over all my shit in it it was it was a fucking fiasco how many bottles have you lost like that do you think i've i i feel like every time four was the most special bottle you ever lost shibboleth oh <laughs> that sucks, dude that sucks. like literally just why is all the rum gone i spilled it yeah literally smashed in the fucking back of my car like all over like yeah well it was super funny because I, I was putting another bottle in my back seats and it fell off and hit the other bottle and smashed it. And I was like, mm. you fucking kidding me? Yeah. And it wasn't even a good bottle. It was a fucking like dragon's milk bullshit from fucking New Holland. Cause that thing looks like a fucking dragon egg. It's like solid. Like it sort of guides me out of like dragon glass. And that piece of fucking shit broke a bottle of shibboleth. Mm. Mm. Rest like, in peace. Yeah. Thank you for your service. So I died in her your cervix. cervix. Yep. Mm. Hit it. Where is it? You know it. <laughs> ah. That's a lot of shit. Sorry about that, guys. Fucking well, damn. if you're falling asleep to our podcast, you are now awake and welcome back. All right, Bowman Brothers, uh, thirty-two bucks. Yeah, so thirty-two. I don't think this is allocated. One of the few, like, uh, I, I think it's probably a product that if Smitty's has, it's uh, like it's gonna get bought quickly. Oh yeah, yeah. But they're not raising their price on. Yeah, you know. Um, no, no, no. I don't think so. I mean, I've I've bought it at smaller places before at like just a little bit above i mean i've paid maybe 35 40 bucks for it before in the past for the small yeah. batch it's good shit i mean and this isn't a sazerac product that i immediately um um i i immediately am not gonna be like it tastes better with coke i think this is actually a good sipping whiskey uh, the holidays are upon us if you can find it i mean this is a great bottle to find a gift yeah i think so too i mean and like if you if you haven't tried it yet you definitely should try it yeah. um yeah i mean that's that's really it i mean there's not a whole lot else to it good it's good it's good it's i mean i i think we're shooting our we have a whiskey podcast right and we're 56 55 episodes in i think we're kind of shooting ourselves in the foot because the one thing that happens when you drink a lot of whiskey those inner and we're shooting ourselves in the foot in many ways but these intermediate whiskeys just kind of blend together oh they do 100 and and, and I, one thing that's cool about it is that we're learning oh this is a sazerac product yeah. And we can even now learn, oh, this is a mash bill one product. Mm-hmm. And it tastes like that. It doesn't have enough age yet to go on and do its own thing. You know what I mean? At 90 proof, it's just a Sazerac mash bill a product. Right. And and we're the other part of the shooting yourself in the foot is that we have to consistently try to find bottles like Blood Oath, Pack Date, and Birthday Bourbon to talk about something that's not just like, yeah, it's good. Yeah, <laughs> otherwise we just be like, I mean, we just like drink the shit we drink all the time and be like, all right, so uh, here's a fucking... Um, Henry McKenna again. That's yeah. pretty good. All yeah. right. Anyways. Um, Told you guys a year ago was our favorite. Still yeah, our favorite. Still good. All right. Well, yeah. we're just going to get drunk and just talk about dumb shit. I mean, we could do that. Yeah, we but could. Like, you know, I mean. But. We'll see. But for the you listeners that are like, yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Get drunk and do it. Dude, we got lives. Like, I have to wake. I'm not like a machine. I am a machine, but I'm not like a machine machine. I got to wake up tomorrow. I got shit to do. Yeah, I you can't know. just get drunk on a Monday just because you guys want to. Unless you guys start listening enough and sharing our content enough where this becomes our job, I will get, I will ruin my liver for you. Yeah, I mean, for content, I'll ruin whatever's left of it. Yeah, that's it. That fucking last week, like I, I got to pump the brakes a little bit. I was up till fucking seven in the morning. Because that had everything to do with alcohol. 
no. <laughs> but let's just say alcohol definitely was a was a part of it. But yeah, you know, part of uh, the reason why I ended at seven and not at. Dude, I remember in college I used to, um, and this is before any performance enhancer. You come up to help you stay up that late. Me and my friends and uh, my girlfriend at the time, we would just be sitting there and be like, "Are those fucking birds?" And then we look at the clock and be like, squawking. God damn it, we did it again. Tell you no, dude. That's why you gotta like have afters in a dark, darkly lit basement. No, that's like <laughs> that's like the casino effect. You'll never leave. Oh, it is a casino you effect. Know? Yeah, exactly. What's that called? The, the the um Hotel, Lotus effect? Hotel no. Hotel California? No. Hotel California, yeah. You just can't leave. Yeah, man. I, I think as this opens up in my glass, I'm getting um I don't know, like the uh, cherry wood. Yeah. I don't. Oh, did I tell you I had Pappy? I bought the Pappy Twenty Three. I saw you post about it. Well, yeah. you paid what, like like a hundred? Hundred bucks for two ounces. Dude, that's such a fucking steal. Like people mm-hmm. don't realize that. Like I've seen it for like three hundred, three fifty, four hundred. Yeah, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that I it was so funny. I think this is a thing we could talk about. Uh, I'm a down this though. Um, oh yeah, no, same. It's so fun. Let me down this on air for you guys. This is for you. This is this is my liver hurting for you. You guys are the real heroes. Actually, no, you're not. Not even close. I am. You see, did you listen to the new, um, what's it called? Uh, I'll let you finish, but uh, fuck, speaking of that, that's a whole different thing I wanted to go down. Kanye? Uh, Metro Boomin uh, album. Mm-hmm. Uh, Metro Boomin did a huge like collab with like Future and a whole bunch of other artists. Okay. But like the opening track features a bit from the boys, like like a speech in the end, and it was like referencing. But anyways, no. that's the point. Anyways, I'll let you finish so, your story about. So we're out to eat in Illinois at this cool bar. Um, if you're from Batavia or Geneva, but I believe it's in Geneva. If you're from the two areas, you may have heard a bar in downtown Geneva called Barrel and Rye. Mm, I wonder what they have. A lot of rise and barrels. Actually, mostly bourbons, but barrels too. Um, sorry, we're closed, guys. Um, but uh. We uh, go in, and it's so funny as a bartender. I love when you buy these high-end pours. You then... Um, Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Instagram. People <laughs> trying to get in the bar. Sorry, guys. It's Monday. We're close. Um, on, uh, when, you, when you buy a high-end bottle, I love watching the bartenders because I want to see what they do. Because I told the server, I was like, hey, I would like to get the Pappy 23 on my own tab. Uh, thank you. Just neat. And she then told me a story, which made me giggle because I thought of you, Josiah. She told me a story about how two weeks ago a guy came in and said, "Can I get Pappy Twenty Three and Coke?" <laughs> and they told him no, which is what I would exactly do as well. But it's funny that like some big baller, Chicago ballers in the small Illinois town, was like, "You know what? I'm gonna make a statement." I'd be like, "All right, okay, fine, fine." Can I get Pappy 23 and then can I get a Diet Coke on the side? Yeah, right. <laughs> and then they watch me just oh my goodness. So, dunk it. <laughs> anyways, I place an order. I watch the server go to ring it in. And this is what I love. I watch the bartender look at the ticket, look back at her, look at the ticket again, <laughs> call her name, and then proceed to like clap. <laughs> because she sold a $100 pour. Yeah. Which is, like, which is what I would do if I had a server that didn't know anything about whiskey and I'm working and they sold a $100 pour or $150, one of our $150 pours, I'd be like, good on you, you know? Uh, yeah. But yeah, so I'm sitting there, I'm texting a group chat. They have like CYPB, they have all the Pappies, they have all the Van Winkles, they have most of the Weller lineup. Um, they had a pretty good amount, which is, I've learned the more I travel to Illinois, almost all these bars do. Any whiskey bar has everything. It's insane. Because they can just get their hands on whatever. Anyways, it's a whole other topic. Um, I tried it. 
And I got a lot of backlash. Like Asa replied to me, he's like, I hope you didn't spend two hundred fifty dollars on that crap. No. Um, and I get the I get the backlash, like, um, like because it, it's so overpriced for the poor and it sucks. <laughs> like whiskey lovers would actually love to have this bottle, but they hate it because they can never get it. Type That's deal. like the experience, dude. And a hundred bucks, like right. we've all spent a hundred dollars on things that last a lot less. You know yeah, what I mean? A lot, a lot less. Worse. And. And so it was also cool because I got to talk with Sarah's parents about why it was cool. And they actually ended up picking up the tab, which I was like, you guys <laughs> Yo. didn't have to do that. So I ended up spending $0 on two ounces of Pappy 23. Fuck yeah. Um, but let's, like, if we want to talk about it real quick. Yeah. Um, um, go ahead. Uh, quick point, though, about the pricing on that. Yes. Because, you know, a lot of times, when, you know, when you price bottles, it's like how many pours do you have to sell to get it back at retail, right? Depends. Yes. Right, look, d- depends. No, like, no. You know what I mean? Like, yes. so, exactly. But with this, though. Like the retail for 23, which you'll never find it at is 250. Mm-hmm. So like if they wanted to make it back in one or two pours, you know, which I mean, they can do whatever the fuck mm-hmm. they want at that point. Cause it's like one of the most, it is probably the most hard to find bourbon, like period. Yeah. You know what I mean? They would be fully okay to charge, you know, up to 200 to 250 for yeah. it and be like, well, this is the price. So bartender, I'm going to break a, it's not really an oath, but a bartender secret for all of you guys, since you're listening this far into the episode. So when it comes to pricing, Let's throw allocation out the window. Yeah, yeah. With wine, the cost of the glass is the cost that the bar had to buy that bottle. And there's a few, you may think, whoa, a 100% markup, whatever, 1,000% markup on one glass. Well, you have to think about it. It's not like a bottle of whiskey that I open, pour once, it can sit there for two months, maintain its integrity, and then I can pour it again. A bottle Mm. of wine is dumped after two nights tops. Right. You know what I mean? Sometimes you don't even finish that bottle. You literally have to dump the whole fucking thing. Sometimes you literally have to dump the bottle as a bartender to maintain integrity of your location. So that is not outrageous, but that's just the way it is. 100% cost the bottle, uh, the bottle cost to us, the bottle that we, not what we're reselling the bottle at, but what we cost. So if we bought the bottle at $14, it's a $14 pour. And that's why you don't see these $40 bottles that we buy that then we sell back to you guys at $300 to cost. So it's going to cost you $120 a drink in the bar. <laughs> Those bottles you'll never see in a pour because we'll lose so much money. Even if we sell one, one glass of it, we have just broke even on a bottle we're supposed to at least make three times on. Right, exactly. So that's that. Whiskey, let's continue to throw um, um, allocations out the window. Spirits. Now, spirits, you normally, the rule of thumb is three to four uh, pours buys back the bottle. So let's say a bottle costs me 30 bucks, right? Mm-hmm. I, at the high end, am going to charge $10 a pour. On the low end, I'm going to charge around eight bucks. Usually, eight dollars is pretty much the minimum pour nowadays. Yeah, you don't like even if the bottle costs twenty bucks, you're going to charge eight dollars for it. And like, think about it. You go to the bar, you go to the restaurant, and you can you can buy something to sip with whatever you're eating or drinking or whatever. And you're like, you're never once going to think, oh, I just paid eight dollars for a pour of Mm -hmm. Elijah Craig like small batch or whatever. You know what I mean? That's what it is. And now, like most shots nowadays are seven dollars. You know what I mean? Like it's just the way it fucking is. Um, right now let's think of something like Pappy 23. Josiah said it costs $250, right? Yeah. So this bar is essentially following that rule of thumb and three pours, they're making their money back plus a little profit. Yeah. But it is completely understandable and accepted in our bartending community and slowly being accepted by the drinking community for allocations to be priced based on 
their street value, yeah. not their bar value or a formula of such. So as a bar director manager myself, I don't go straight street value. I do a little bit of a mixture, right? So we had old Fitzgerald 17 in that I have seen go anywhere from a thousand dollars to two grand, right? So if I were to keep that mindset, I'd be charging $500, $300 a pour. We're not going to do that. Yeah. It's not that it's not worth that. So we charge $75 a pour. To be honest with you, we made our pour that uh, we made our pour or we made our bottle back in two pours, two two ounce pours. Right. And everything else is profit. And you may be sitting there, well, that's stingy. Well, guess what, man? You go find the bottle for $150, what it costs. And if you can do that, fucking awesome. But odds are you're not gonna find that bottle and you're gonna spend a lot of money on secondary. No so why not come into my bar? And I know this is a little bit of a box. I'll get off. But why not come into my <laughs> no, bar? I set pay, you up for this. I'll pay right, this. <laughs> yeah. Why not come into my bar, pay $75 for a pour? If you really fucking love that whiskey, then you know what it's worth in your head now and what you're going to go spend. Yeah. So don't bitch at me when I have a $150 pour <laughs> of a bottle that's going to cost you 20 Like I get pricing Pappy Van Winkle 23 at 150 or above because it's going to cost you two grand to get that bottle anyways. Yeah. So why not spend, if you have the money to spend two grand on Pappy Van Winkle, then you have the money to spend $150 in my bar for a two ounce pour to figure out if you fucking like it anyways. Yeah, you might pay, drop that and go, fuck, this is shit. And now I can't even sell yeah, the bottle. Yeah, now because, because that's the whole it. thing. And also I'm not a bar, so I can't sell this The bottle. second you pop bottles yeah. on a, a glass or a bottle of whiskey, your sales go down 50% or more. Mm -hmm. You could pop a bottle of Pappy Van Winkle and not even pour an ounce out, not even pour a drop out of it. And now you can only sell that for a grand. Yeah. If that, because people if are going to, people are going to question whether it's even real. A hundred percent. They're going to say, did you pour it out? Yada, yada, yada. So that's my soapbox. Now let's get to the actual Pappy Van Winkle. Yeah. How the fuck was that? At a hundred dollars a pour, I thought it was a very great experience. Yeah. Yeah. It is definitely an oak bomb. It's yep. bourbon that's been there for 23 years. It's not high rye. So the spices don't come out a ton. It's very mellow, mm -hmm. uh, but it's got a ton of cherry on it. It's got a really good flavor and it's got that bitterness that's similar to Heaven Hill 17 that kind of mm. comes out. And I think when we taste birthday bourbon today, that will come out a little bit too. The, but uh, I don't like, know how to explain it. It's I think uh, is that like uh, is that what they call tannins? I think it's like tannin. Maybe right? it's tannin. It's like, it's like, like cocoa bitter though. Yeah, it's exactly. like it's, it's like dark like chocolate bitter. Super like yeah. But like sharp. but super mellow, super balanced. Um not a lot of bite. What is Pappy 23 at 100? It's not bonded, is it? I don't think it is. I mean I, I, it drank it drank like a 90 proof, but I'm pretty sure it's not 90 proof. Anyways, if you think if you, if you see Pappy Twenty Three out there for a hundred bucks, I and you've never had it and you appreciate whiskey, um, which I'm assuming why you listen to this podcast, I would urge you to try it. Um, ninety five point six. Ninety five point six. Yeah, I think it drinks remarkably well. It drinks like Japanese whiskey. It drinks it like it's eighty proof. Also, um, it's three hundred MSRP now. Is it okay? Yeah. So I got they they're literally following their, which doesn't make sense because CYPB is not um one hundred and fifty bucks. Is it? like retail and it's like 50 bucks dude. yeah yeah so they are selling a, a bottle of pour there on that but yeah I, I i bet you they've been sitting on those pappy bottles for like three years and they haven't been moving so they dropped their pricing oh yeah but probably. if you can find it for 100 bucks and you've never had it before i would i would urge you to try oh 100 yeah. easy so easy. bowman brothers sorry long tangent there solid whiskey 30 bucks i'm gonna give it a five yeah same yeah it's it's great gift great shelf if you can have it it's gonna probably hard to be a staple because it's not highly circulated like a lot of the buffalo trace products are no you can usually find it um, can you well you can usually find it during the during like ond pretty easily so ond october november december which 
it's also when it comes to specifically Sazerac and not a lot of companies, but specifically Sazerac companies and Buffalo Trace companies is when they do a ton of releases. Yeah. And I don't know if it's timed up with the holiday season, it's timed up with their debarreling process or whatever, but that is, uh, that's O&D. Um, cool. Same with Midwinters. Uh, that only comes dude, They had Midwinter there for 25. I almost pulled the trigger. It's not bad, dude. No, it's not. I really want to try this. I just missed the days of like $15 a pour. That was nice. I think I bought it at uh, fucking Speaks for 18 Yeah, Speaks is always... I, I the, the more I'm in the city, the more I come to appreciate Speaks. Oh, same, dude. Like, I'll... I'll get a two ounce pour of like 107 for like eight bucks or 12 bucks or whatever it is. And it's not two ounces because they, they literally are like glug, 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 glug. And I'm like, dude, I, like, I, I know a two ounce pour. It's not two ounces. Yeah. I'll take it. Yeah. And they give it to you in a big fucking rocks class. I, mean, I don't even think they measure. They don't. I'll All watch right. them. Uh, blood oath pack date. Let's do it. Let's do that blood oath. Also a brand new bottle. Oh, it is, huh? Mm-hmm. So Blood Oath is something that's interesting. I've had I've had a few of their I guess Blood Oath is really cool, yeah. But going. um I don't know, I can't remember a whole lot of it off the top of my head, except for one super cool packaging, super cool label. Mm-hmm. Uh if you get it like perfect drug box. Oh yeah, hundred percent, dude. Like the box comes in like it comes in like this perfect box, which is great to hide your drugs if that's what you do. Not that I condone that sort of thing yeah, at all. Anti-drug whatsoever. podcast. Very anti-drugs. Uh, uh, D-A-R-E or whatever it is. Um, me and cousin Timmy the other day were talking about like different ways to make dare stand for other things. And it got real bad real fast. Um, having said all that, though, still, we don't do drugs. Um, so this is Blood Oath Pact. What is it? Eight? Eight. So eight. I'll give the little precursor of my knowledge is Blood Oath. All right. We're back. Um, yeah, so the, what I'll say, I'll say the, what I know about it and what's cool. And then, uh, I would love to hear what you find online to make sure one to fact check me and two to dive into anything I mix. Yeah. But what I do know, blood oath is a complete blend. Yeah. Blood oath is not distilled. Well, it is obviously distilled whiskey, but it is not distilled on site. And the master blender, master baiter that <laughs> releases this absolutely does not touch a still. Yeah, he is. I believe it's a he. From what my from my information uh, serves me right, he um, basically handpicks barrels. He does a bunch of different barrel tastings, and um, he doesn't have to buy the barrels because they know what the product he's trying. He works for Blood Oath, uh, so the people will send him examples from some of his favorite distilleries, and then he will taste all these different samples which is what a fucking awesome job huh just to taste um and then after that he will pick the barrels and then he will then blend these barrels together every year to uh release a um um a blood oath uh and packed uh, i believe it's once a year so packed day he's been doing this for eight years uh who is this guy do you have that knowledge yet or no no i don't okay so what do you what do you got Oh, I was just going to talk about like the threes that are blended in. Yeah, it. so it's always three different bourbons. Uh, actually, I don't even know if it's always bourbon, but go ahead. Yeah, okay, so the three blends, it's a master betaful uh, union of three well-bred and bred bourbons. One is a 14-year, excuse me, ride bourbon. Ooh. Second is another 11-year high-ride bourbon. And three, it is an eight-year ride bourbon it's finished in calvados casks from the normandy region of france Mm. to impart slight apple on the nose with hints of vanilla and cinnamon 
Mm. Um, with each sip, Phil transported to northern France by way of Kentucky. Phil. Um, I would like to shout out our sources. That is Google. Nice. Shout out to you, Google. <laughs> Just yeah, so he is, a, he is a master blunder, master baiter, uh, but he does finish these. I did forget to throw that, and I didn't know that. He does do all his own finishing. Yeah, that's pretty he sweet. He masturbates dude. and then finishes. Yeah, it's just like that's usually what you want to do unless you're like uh uh unless sometimes you have those problems sometimes you have those days where it's just you just can't get it up and it's gumming and you're just mm -hmm. trying to get it to finish and you just can't. And then it's just super awkward and you wake up the next morning and your pants are like halfway down your ankles and you got like a gummy penis in your hand. And, yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's just tough. it's just shameful, man. Like yeah. I don't know. Sometimes it's just better to not um not masturbate. Yeah. Also, stop shout jerking out. off. Stop, stop jerking off. off. <laughs> what was that fucking dude? Uh, I think that was a movie, dude. No, no, dude. I think it's like some Christian rapper. Oh, that's right. Yes, yes, yes. Also, All the right. name is John, John E. Rempe. The guy who blends? Yeah, the yes. guy who blends. He is the one who knocks or nice. blends. Nice. Shout out to all the service. People who died, died in her cervix. So I dive in her cervix. All right. Blood Oath Pack Date. Bottle Pop Quiet on set. Ooh. A little perky. Yeah, so Blood Oath, uh, two different high, three different high rise. So that's my favorite kind of bourbon is a high rye. I mean, rye is my favorite in general. I just wish people made more cool rye. Um, let's taste it. Let's, let's do it. Do it, Daddy. Wait, it's my cup over. Where's my cup at? Mm. All right, why are you pouring that? Let's go ahead and get some, some. Oh. Sorry, dude, dude. Why would you do that to me? Sorry. Why would you do that to me? I don't know. Why would you do that to me? I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Sway. All right, sway. Stop jerking off. 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 Stop jerking weeks um it looks like dad daniel radcliffe that hasn't slept in three weeks that hasn't slept in three weeks about. yeah it's like he like literally looks like Dan there was like that one movie that daniel radcliffe did where he had like woke up and he had like guns or knives strapped to his hands and yeah. he had to like fight his yeah, way yeah, through yeah, some yeah, yeah. that's literally how he looks but anyways it's not no it's not november anymore so you know it's december as you know it's destroy dick december not no no november so you know what yeah we made it you want we we made it mama we made it hear that mama actually you know what i'm not gonna say that um yeah probably not Parents found the podcast. Yeah, it was a tough a day worse. for all of us. You know, it's a lot worse. Like it's like growing up. It's like yeah, mom found the cum drawer. She what? What? Never mind. You know, it's like drawer. It's like it's a fucking running meme where it's like mom found the cum sock or whatever. Uh, and the drawer. It's actually the drawer. And yeah, it's like, mom found the cum dog. <laughs> yeah, you know it's been sorry, mom. Party Rocky. It's fifty-four episodes. You might as well get canceled. Go big or go home. Anyways, is it only fifty-four. It's yeah. This is actually fifty-four. Wow, I cannot get an episode right but to say. Anyways, my you know what? Like before we hop into this blood oath, I just want to take a second here to talk about how much I, you know, I just really want to talk about my feelings about Hitler and Nazis. You know, because I, I just haven't been canceled yet, and I just really want to be canceled. I'm just kidding. Yes. No, but seriously, dude, what the fuck, dude? Yeah, what the like, fuck? I literally like woke up one day and everyone was sending it to me and they're like, and it's like, all right, this is it. Like, we just came into, we can't even, I like commented on his like most recent post where she just ran. Oh, are we talking Kanye? Sorry. Yeah, Kanye, dude. That's why I brought up like, I was like, I haven't been canceled. Let's talk about Hitler. But anyways, um, 
Because well, Aaron Rodgers hailed Hitler in the middle of Monday dude, Night Football. I saw that, that shit, dude. I was like, yo, dude, that, that'd be looking a little too suspect right mm-hmm. there. But uh, what was it? He po- he had his post about how uh, Elon Musk was half Chinese and he was uh, specially bred. Well, he um, got he uh, supposedly got banned. Uh, he did two tweets, and one tweet was with. <laughs> The swastika in the middle of a Jewish star, which is which is not good. not okay, not dude. okay. I don't care. But then, but then, which I don't give this man credit for much, but he is very smart to then post something else, which was the picture of Elon without a shirt on, and then his account was banned. And <laughs> yeah. I'm I I don't I'm I don't side with Elon on a lot of things, but I'm very sure like the process had started as, as soon as he did the swastika tweet. Yeah. But he was smart enough to post a picture of Elon so then he can then bitch and say yep. I got banned because, because of Elon. Because yeah. of Elon doesn't so, like, like what someone I someone literally tweeted Elon was like Elon fixed us and Elon responded was like on it like after the the swastika thing yeah but anyways like for those of you because if you don't follow kanye west on instagram he's one of the only celebrities i follow not because i agree with what he says he's just ner- not neurotic what's he's just he's neurotic neurotic neurotic, yeah. neurotic erratic but like he posts shit but then he deletes it right away so i have mm-hmm. to follow him and turn notifications on otherwise i miss out on the stupid bullshit yeah so according to him though he's like all caps am i the only one who thinks elon could be half chinese have you ever seen his pictures as a child take a chinese genius and make them with a south african supermodel and we Jeez. have an elon i say an elon because they probably made 10 to 30 elons wow. and he's the first genetic hybrid genetic hybrid dude what the fuck are you saying this is like some like next level eugenics type shit yeah. that's stuck well let's not forget about obama and then after he says Obama goes, I'm sorry for using curse words in church, but I don't have another it's word. It's like he doesn't know you can't delete. Yeah. Like you can't go back and do, like you can copy and paste, you can yeah. delete, you can cut. He's like, but I don't have another word for Obama yet. <laughs> like, what? So, yay 24, let's unify and found out. And then he goes, yay 24. Yeah, dude, he's not running. <laughs> There's no fucking way. Oh but his God. caption. I mean, I think he had a shot six years ago yeah maybe yeah but like his, his caption goes on jay-z's birthday future president of the united states yay uses mark zuckerberg's platform to incite a mass investigation of elon musk's childhood photos in the midst of balenciaga I gates all that dude i, I call this that. the theory of everything problem How old is that post? praise god this is uh yesterday at yesterday okay because i saw some news tweets and i i also saw someone ripping in this is the pop culture segment i guess we should get adam on for this yeah, no doubt. Um, I saw that uh, people are ripping into Kim K because like five days later, she was like, <laughs> I was trying to get in contact with the Balenciaga team and my team work it out, yada, yada. But now I'm cutting all ties. Like, bitch, you could have cut. You didn't have to talk to their team. They did what they did. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, you like, cut ties right then and there. You see that video? There's this one dude. I like I, I, I saw it on my uh, popped up on my feed. He like dressed up in full bondage gear. And brought his like resume into like a Balenciaga store. And he goes, "Here, I'm here to apply for wow. a job." And they're like, "Get the fuck out!" Nice. You can't nice. be here recording. He's like, "Well, I thought you guys liked this stuff. I'll just yeah. leave my resume just in case." And they're like, "Get the fuck out!" And he's like, "No." He's like, "No, I, I thought you I thought you guys liked this shit." They go. He goes outside, and everyone's screaming at him. Like, and he's like, "Dude, I don't even fucking work here. I was just saying, fuck with them." Yeah. All right. Anyway, uh, blood oath. Back to blood, blood oath. I guess I don't know. Blood oath. Blood oath. I don't like on that I think, shit. I think I, I'm wearing a new hat today. Yeah, what does it say? What does it say? Deep Eddie Eddie Vodka? You ever wear a hat and you're like, I think this is giving me a headache. (sighs) Yeah, I have this. It's it's a common thing. It's like pressure headaches. That Glasses do that for me, so I can't wear my glasses for too long. Where's my glasses? Where's my glasses? So I just choose to be blind. All right, Blood Oath Pack Date, 1411, an eight-year all high rise. (laughs) Finished in uh, French Cognac. 
no, it's, it's not cognac. It's some French bullshit, though. Some French grape. Some French grape. I'm going to grape you in the mouth. I'm, I'm going to tie you to the radiator and grape you in the ass. So, Blood Oath Act 8, um, about $150 a bottle. Okay. Um, uh, allocated, yes, yeah. but it's tough to say allocated because it is a once a year release. So, yes, if you like general trends allocation, this is an allocated product, but it's not like Blanton's, which is released continuously throughout the year and it has has such high demand. This has high demand, but it's released once a year. However, the people that distribute this do a very good job at making sure both bars and retail have a chance at getting it. True. Uh, Because lots of times you'll see products get sucked up by retail uh, and lost to bars. Yeah. So. Uh, have yeah. you tried it yet? No, but I've been smelling it, and I'm getting a lot of like uh, apple baking apple. Yeah, like uh, like an apple core, but in a good way, if that makes sense. Yeah, like yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah, usually I spit this out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not a quitter, I swear. All right, so what's what does what this shit taste like though? What does this shit taste like? Have you tried it? Hmm. Hmm. Oh, oh my God. Mm. Wow. Okay. It's hot. Yeah. It's got some spice to it. It's got some bite. It it do bite though. It is. Oh, it's only 98.6. So it's the same proof as Bowman's. It's not bad. So it's not. The spice and the bite, the spice doesn't go away. The bite goes away. The flavor stays and lingers. So this is a very well-made bourbon. Did you ever make a blood oath? Growing up, like cut, cut your hands and whatever. I no, think that's but what we used to do, supposed to we be. We used to do spittos. Well, spittos were a thing. Uh, if you can read the front of this bottle, I guess you can kind of do it. It's in like this really fine, like, um, um, Declaration of Independence cursive. You see what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking another way you could have a blood oath with somebody is if you and a homie both fucked a girl that was on her period. Mm, that's called, that's called, the goat blood oath. The goat oath. <laughs> mm, yes. Yes. I think that would be a good one. Um, I don't. I don't. I, I don't. Another blood oath type. I mean, you could cut palms. You could. Uh, that's, that's usually traditionally fuck a, what it fuck is. A period. Well, let's see. That um, one's just easier. I just feel like, you know what I mean? But, yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know. And then you. I don't know. I don't know why my mind went there. I'm sorry. No, it's tough. But, I mean, I, I get it. Uh, another blood oath is you could. Um, if you're 14, this is more specific to a 14-year-old. If you're having your first kiss and you guys both have braces and you guys both miss terribly, and you guys scrape each other's faces up and then kiss afterwards. I have no idea where you were going off. when you said 14. I was like, I'm just going to bow like, out of this Buckle one. up. Buckle up. No. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like when you had braces, you'd cut the inside yeah. of your teeth. She's got braces, you know. Um, or if there's someone over the age of 18 that still has braces, she, yeah. could, give you, she could give you the blood oaths on your penis, uh, on your penis, on your eye. Weirdest thing, like growing up, and I can't explain it. Maybe it's because I was, I, I had, think a, you're about to. I, I had a sexual awakening a lot younger than most. Yep. So for me, you know, being a little eight, nine year old boy, I was very much into older women, which at that time was 16, 17, mm-hmm. 15, 16, 17. I mean, I think we all were, right. we're all attracted to like, uh, but, like the, uh, uh, not backyard baseball, um, um, Sandlot with uh, yeah, the yeah, yeah, Misty yeah, and Mary, whatever yeah. the uh, <laughs> the uh, lifeguard. The lifeguard. Too. We all had lifeguard experiences, which is mm-hmm. funny. I'm gonna get into that in a second. But like, I just remember like thinking braces were weirdly like attractive because I was made younger. the mouth bigger. Yeah. <laughs> 
It does. That's exactly what I was gonna say. Yeah, that was. It's like I'm, a girl with not big lips, but like a you, lot dude. of lips. I ain't gonna lie to you, dude. This is, to I, I gotta make this. Con I gotta make this confession. Make it fast. So when I was a little boy, right, mm -hmm. I, I learned how to masturbate pretty discreetly if mm -hmm. I had to. Yep. So there I was in the pool. Oh my god! It's one of those like pools in the nicer neighborhoods of Southern California where you had kind of like that. That like uh, a lot of really nice yeah. kids, and then Josiah. Well, yeah, <laughs> they had like the fucking like a water park in the middle of it, and the the pool was probably about like th two, three, four feet deep, so I could kind of just float around on my belly a little bit, and not really have to swim, kind of just like crawl the waters like a like a seal, just about to beach on the ground, and I could have my hand under my pants, mm -hmm. squeezing the tip of my penis, nice, all whilst looking at the lifeguards. Wow. Yeah, I was that kid. Was it a Baywatch? Dude, I used to jerk off in the pool as a little boy watching the staring at the left guard. Disgusting. Sick piece of shit. Yeah, I mean, you had to get it all out of you eventually. Dude, I don't it's know, either man. Either nine or 14. So. And then you, you like the semen would float up to the top like a little. <laughs> get out. Get out. No, dude, I was eight, dude. I, nothing was coming out. No. It was all dreadful. Shooting blanks. Okay, this is. This is why we usually have someone else to yes, balance. Yes, to balance. To balance. Because I just don't really care. You just don't know what I'm going to say. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what you're going to say, and I don't care. I just feel like this would be a, uh, like, do you ever watch, like, not to, like, because I know we have mixed opinions about Joe Rogan, but Joe Rogan. Uh, I don't have mixed opinions. Well, not, not we, but I'm saying, like, as a society. Oh, okay. yeah. um, Joe Rogan interviewed Theo Vaughn, and he just went way off the fucking rail. Well, Theo does, yeah. Uh, Theo, so, Theo, <laughs> so there's, both of those guys are masters of things. I, whatever you want to say about Joe Rogan, that is completely understandable and fine. Yeah. But where me and Josiah specifically fall on with Joe Rogan is that we find him to be a master interviewer. Yeah. And the profession that we do, obviously, he's actually a professional at it. We do this uh, out of the love of you guys and just wanting to talk. Yeah, um, but much. what Joe Rogan does, what you try to actually learn from is like one of the biggest things I've learned is shut up. Mm -hmm. You know, like let the other person talk. Yeah. Ask questions, listen, laugh at everything, make them feel comfortable. I mean, he's just a, whether your political opinions or whatever, I don't care. You can feel that way and you feel you're 100% right to feel that way. But what we feel is that like his interview style is just something to learn from. Now, Theo Vaughn, what I've realized is he is a master at, he could say something completely um, deemed to be unacceptable. Yeah. Uh, non PC, whatever. But then he comes up with this like deep Louisiana, like I was just a kid. I didn't know, you know, and it's just so funny and lovable, dude. And I don't it's I don't worse. think he's got it. I don't think he's actually racist or has a no. bad bone in his body. But like he'll say some things before he explains it. And you're like, what? <laughs> what the fuck did you just say? And then he was like, <laughs> yeah, I, I can't I can't even try to explain what he says. But it's just, yeah. this is this. Uh, he slings ignorance. Uh, he slings ignorance. Yeah. He slings ignorance. So funny. It's so funny. Anyways, Blood Oath Pact Eight. Yeah, Blood Oath Pact Eight is uh, it's good. Mm -hmm. I think it's better than we had before. I think we're literally just going up and ranking here. We start off with pretty solid workhorse. You know, if you have it, drink yeah. it, fuck it, yeah, uh, put it up your ass. This is definitely something that you know you want to take your time with a little bit here. You want to savor it. You want to let it trip down your tongue in the back yeah. of your throat, and you, you want no, that you, little thing that dangles back. Sex there. aside, yeah, you do because it's an experience thrown on your tongue. It's a different experience in your throat, and then once it kind of hits that bottom of the esophagus into your stomach, it kind of has a release of heat. Um, it's also funny that you called Bowman Brothers a workhorse. What does that remind you of? Planes. No. 
Bowman? The bottle. Uh, it's a horseshoe, dog. Oh, shit, it is, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Fuck. <laughs> I was... Oh, I see it now. Yeah, it's a horseshoe, or it looks like a looks like a toad version of Elijah Craig. Mm, yeah, it looks like very old. Uh, not very old. It looks like old label Elijah Craig. Yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. So Elijah Craig, the, the current one looks like a fucking coffin. Mm-hmm. It does. It does. It does. I don't know if that's intentional or not, but put you in a coffin. I don't. Blood Oath Pack Day. I mean, it reminds me of. Um, I don't know. I I kind of now we're just really broken records, but I wish this had more heat because I think. The more heat would actually, ex, uh, as bourbon math goes, the more heat, the less heat. That's some Asperger's math right there, brother. Well, like the more, the more proof, the less heat. I like do. this would drink even smoother at one twenty proof. Oh no, no, I know, dude. Yeah. I'm just oh, okay. Sure. <laughs> I was like, I was, I was no, like is it, this it, not it, making sense? It literally sounds so ridiculous and counterintuitive, but, but it's so funny that some of the higher end bourbons at higher proof sip smoother than some of the lower end yes. bourbons at lower proof. So, also, what I I'll, yeah. I'm interested to see your reaction. Have you had birthday bourbon before? Or? Not a minute, dude. Not a minute. Okay, so I've wild. I've had the bottle of next that we're going to talk about, but I'll be. In, I think birthday bourbon is one of those things that really is so frustrating because it could be so curious what birthday bourbon at 110 proof could be right dude i had some dude try to sell him so this is gonna be really funny sir so i had some dude uh you should be friends with him whatever he was asking me he's like yeah i bought a ball of birthday bourbon got down to the distillery um you know i was in line won a raffle whatever i bought it at retail what does this shit sell for i was like yeah you know it's a great bottle this is probably what it sells for he's like are there any groups i need to sell it on I was like, yeah, you can try selling it here. He posted on the group, you know, excuse me, joined the group, posted the bottle, was like, yeah, um, I'm looking for this amount. Everyone fucking like just crucified him in the comments. They're like, not fucking way, dude. Get the fuck out of here with that shit. And he learned that he was like, all right, fine. I guess I won't sell it. I guess I'll just drink for myself. And then he came to me. I was like, maybe I'll sell it to you. How much like would you buy for this? Whatever. And I was like, I mean, I'd pay like 300 maybe for it, whatever. Mm-hmm. He's like, all right, cool. Whatever. Didn't see him for a bit. Came into Buffalo one night and he was here and he was like, oh, dude, yeah, I still got that birthday bourbon. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you want to sell, sell it to me? He's like, I don't know. Like, I mean, maybe 400 now. And I was like, dude, fuck you. Maybe a little bit less than that. Like, let's call it three. And he was like, all right, whatever. And then for the rest of the night, proceeded to be a dick. Um, he asked for his tab a few times. He was like, oh, no one's coming back fast enough. He came up here. He threw his tab at you. What? Uh, yeah. It was that guy? Yeah. That's it. <laughs> Yeah, it was that fucking dude. Yeah. The store, the plot thickened. Yeah, I just thought that that would be a oh my god, little, little reveal. Fuck that guy. Yeah, fuck that guy. But also, birthday bourbon. Uh, we'll stop talking about birthday bourbon. I, I'll go back to that. Yeah, but Let's yeah, talk about blood oath. That's so. There's, if you ever, I'm not gonna tell the story on here, but there's a very funny story of one of the few times I've had to kick someone out of Buffalo Traders. Um, so please ask in person because the plot just got so much thicker. Uh, blood oath pack date. Um, um, let me try it again. Yeah, dude, it's good. I just, I'm not going to lie to you. I just fucking chugged the rest of mine. It's been a long fucking day. Let me fucking tell you. Yeah, man. I mean, the rye spices come out. There is some apple there for sure. Um, it's the type of spice that you don't, or it's the type of heat that when you drink it, it doesn't hit. It's when, or when you have it on your tongue, it doesn't hit. It doesn't, the, the heat doesn't hit till your throat. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, this is a deep throat bourbon. This is a deep throat bourbon indeed. 
I don't know, man. 150 bucks. I mean, I would love to have this on my shelf. Oh, of course, dude. It's a cool bottle. And if, I know some people that literally collect all of them. Yes, because, and I think that's really cool. Yeah. It's one to be collected because, you know, everyone's slightly different and they do something a little bit different. They all taste somewhat the same, but each one brings something new to the table. Yeah. And that's super fucking cool. So that's one of the reasons. I, one thing I wish sometimes we were wine guys, because I think what wine people do, they do this thing where they'll collect every year's vintage mm. they'll sit on the bottle for 10 years yeah and then they'll pop all 10 bottles at once and have like a big get together and they'll it'll be the same same juice from the same farm from the same um uh winemaker but they'll have these bottles they'll buy they'll buy 2010 up to 2020 and then they'll pop all bottles at once and let those bottles age well, for 10 9 8 years boom i just figured out what i'm doing what as soon as i turn 30 okay i'm starting it because the next big milestone will be 40. Yeah. Which is really sad because 30 is just around the corner and I'll start it. So by the time 40 comes around. Yeah. I like uh, that. What if we all did that and then we all, all got together? Oh, let's. Because we're all staggered. So. Well, let's just, let's just do it. When you turn 30, I'll start buying. We'll all buy a different um, winemaker uh, and then we'll all come together and just do this huge, like, well, you'll celebrate your 40th birthday together and we'll just pop a bunch of bottles of wine. Yeah. It's funny because so like me and Tom, we're our birthdays are off by about like a month and a half. Yeah. So it will just be a huge fucking event. Did I tell you about what me and him want to do for our thirtieth? Ah. Uh, so, Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Okay. So. Heard of it. <laughs> heard of it. So I saw this clip on uh, Instagram and I was like, "This is us. We're doing this." And I sent it to him. He's like, "We're hundred percent doing it." And we started talking about the numbers and we're like, "All right, by the time we're thirty, we, we could either go really, really big with this and fly all the homies out to New Zealand, or we can just do like a local one here." But we're gonna do a combined birthday party, just like in the books. It was like Bilbo and Frodo had their combined birthday party, okay. and we're gonna make it like a fucking Hobbit, like Hobbit Town themed birthday party with like all the decorations and the beer kegs, and everyone's got to be barefoot, and it's gonna nice. be nice fucking beautiful lord oh, yeah. of the rings birthday 30th birthday party it's gonna be like the biggest that. party of the year just be friends with us now so that way when it happens you're gonna be invited yeah, start the friendship now yeah um let's so, rate this let's rate this up i'm gonna rate a little bit higher than bowman's because bowman's we give what like a five um blood well, bowman's bowman like let's make it clear bowman's is price value in mm -hmm. there too that's a three bourbon yeah it's a it's a standard bourbon. three bourbon but it's like the price so the price it so of it it's a beautiful bottle it's nice labeling this adds something to it where I'm like, obviously this is a neck pour. So I know that the next time, you know, yeah. I get to revisit it. I I'm think that it. heat will be gone. I think so too. Yeah. And I think that next time around, there's going to be a lot more to it. So I think mm -hmm. that, excuse me, based it off that, there's a flavor, flavor profile there that I want to explore more, but it's just not quite there. And it's like that, that spice that you mentioned, that's not like not a normal spice mm -hmm. you normally get. No. And I'm not. interested to see where that goes. So like, I think that, you know, for me, I give it about 6.8. 3 6.3 I'm going to give it 4 out of 5 but I don't like the chairs. Once I get new chairs I'll give them 5 out of 5. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Do you get it? Yeah. <laughs> there once was a Yelp review left at Buffalo and they said uh, <laughs> 4 to 5 amazing bartenders, amazing drinks, amazing vibe but I hate the chairs and they came back and we got new chairs just not because of that review but just because we needed new chairs and they came back like probably a month later it was just a perfect storm and they came back and they uh, said edited now 5 out of 5 yay they got new chairs my favorite <laughs> place <laughs> uh, no I like that 6.3 you said yeah yeah I'm gonna yeah. give it 6.5 yeah. um, with the potential of maybe being a 7 one day anything high rye at high age statement blended I don't I would like to see this without a finish yeah which is weird I, I would never I, it's very rare that I want something without a finish but sometimes it's about the experience it's not about the finish well to me it's like okay yes 100% I agree with you but also like on a like a bourbon note like okay 
let's say you have a singular bourbon or rye mm-hmm. and you put that in a finish, you're adding to it. Yeah. But this is taking three different bourbons yeah. and blending them. That's almost a finish in itself. That is. So it's like, what? it's like, why you already have an A plus. Why do you need an A plus plus? You know, I don't know. Asian. Yeah, exactly. And your parents say you have to do it. Dude, fuck All right. Shit, dude. For now, what you guys have all been waiting for, the mm. shit, the, the biggest bottle we've drank since three episodes with Mike. Um, we are doing the birthday bourbon. That's it. So birthday bourbon. It is a 11 year finished or 11 year uh, old Forrester release. It is at um, 96 proof. Dude, um, so bottle that makes me want to get nasty yeah it makes you want to lube it up and sit on it right so fat i mean it's a small dick yeah be huge nuts though anyways um 11 year old forester it is very well documented on this podcast that 1920 is a staple on our shelves and amongst a lot of our uh interviewees and friends uh we love the old forester line um uh this is their 11 year product it is a hundred uh 35 Mm-hmm. Um, this bottle. So this is what I want to talk about. You talking about the other guy asking how much to sell for. You said you'd buy it to him from three hundred. What did he post in the whiskey group that they said no? <laughs> so that's kind of crazy because I've seen everything online up to a thousand dollars. Yeah. Well, I think it's because he literally. You can see that he, he just joined, got added to the group. Uh, it's like, and you can see, oh, added like two you, hours you ago. You joined this group to make literally a buck. just to make a buck, and they're yeah. like, "Get the fuck out of here! Who the fuck are you?" Okay, cool, cool, hell yeah. Um, yeah, you gotta, you gotta, if you're going to do that, you got to post be like, Hey, I've been collecting bourbon for a while. My friend turned me on this group. I have some extra bottles, post like three bottles with birthday bourbon in there. Like hit me up for best offer. Um, not really sure what I want to sell these for, but I'm trying to make some room. Then people are like, Oh, he's, he's, he's in our community. He's just new to the group. But if you just go on there, join and then say, I want $500 for this. Who wants it? Go fuck yourself. Okay. Get the fuck out of here. Okay. So that makes me feel better. Cause I've seen this bottle. Go for a thousand dollars. Okay, cool. At least dude. And it's funny. Uh, Willet uh, Genie Bottle definitely stole this design. Hundred <laughs> percent stole. Yeah, this they stole the design. They did not steal the juice at all. Willet Pot still tastes like. <sighs> I'm not even gonna say. It. I gotta stop saying nasty all right, shit. Quiet on set. Tastes better with Coke. Oh, that's a screecher. Yeah. Kind of unpleasant. Yeah. Kind of like it though. It's like that girl that she's real shy at first then she just starts screaming and you're like, girl, what have you been doing? All right. Old Forrester, uh, $135, a pretty sought after bottle, yearly release, um, oh. not, not quarterly, just yearly, comes around this time of year. We are very lucky to get our hands on one. Um, so Josiah, I've tried this bottle. This will be my third try now. I've done about three different quarter ounces of it. Okay. Um, first time I tried it, I'll be honest with you, I sat there and, and I'm I like fuck why. And I sat there and I thought, what in the fucking world is the buzz? <laughs> like, why do people care about this? Yeah. Second time I tried it, I was like, oh, okay, okay. okay. So this bottle has been decanting for about three weeks now, which I think is a sweet spot for decanting. Um. Let's let's just dive in. Let's just talk about let's it. Let's just right? dive in, dude. Let me smell that. The nose. I mean, it's old forest. So it's distinctly old forest. Yeah, as Lane that. would say, banana bread. Banana bread. It smells like nineteen ten off the nose, but without all that. Mm-hmm. Oomph. 
Mm-hmm. Doesn't feel like it's punching me in my nostrils like Mm-mm. Blood Oath does. Yeah, uh, banana bread with like a little soapiness in a good way. Yeah. Mm. Whatever you do. Let's try it. So before, let's try it. And then mm. you try it. I'm just smelling it, dude. I could smell this shit all day. Hey, I want a candle out of it. Oh my God, dude. That would be a scent. Oh my God. What the fuck? What the fuck is that? What the fuck right now? What the fuck right now? What if we fucked right now? Okay, Kanye. Oh yeah, we got to stop. Dude, when my, my cousin texted me. For the like, first time the other day, actually I was bartending. Sorry to cut you off. And uh, there was a uh, Waves was playing by Kanye from uh, Secret Life of Pablo. And I was serving a table. I was like, hey, how are you guys? And they go, you guys play Kanye? And I was like, yeah, I know. Fuck him. It's just on a playlist. Like, yeah, I can change it if you want. They're like, no. We just wanted to make sure you just thought he was shitty. I was like, yeah, he's a shitty fucking person. Yeah. Um, but also low key waves is my favorite song. Yes. It, uh, and yeah, I said that song. I said that because I back in the day when pa- Kanye wasn't being like this life of Pablo was like, got me through. I was just going to say a, a lot of a shit. lot of shit, dude. That was like I was 22, not even 21, 20, 21. Life of Pablo came out. I mean, that was yeah. like. I don't know. I would smoke a blunt, close my eyes and dream. You know what I mean? Dude, FML got me. Through a lot of shit. FML? <laughs> the song oh, FML yes, yes, off yes, Life yes. of Pablo, dude. Yes. And then people started sending it to me. I was like, stop it. So stop by it. no means are we like Kanye supporters or backers or anything like that, but it is one thing to be said. Was Anyways, we are not Kanye supporters by any means, but it is something to say that this guy, before he went off the rails, some of his music we really appreciate. Anyways, so that, like- I told that table, I was like, but I'll not lie to you, this is one of my favorite songs. They got one round, immediately asked for the check after, and then wrote on their seat, stop liking Kanye. Dude. I was like, okay, man, I I, I get it. Like, Whatever. I'm not, I'm not going to, this is not the battle or the hill I'm going to die on. But yeah, still. You know what I mean? Like there's some artists out there that make good music or they made good music and mm-hmm. we're not using it to like, it's re- regardless of the fact, like, here's the thing, like, actually, no, I'm not going to say that, yeah. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like you can be, you can be capable of being a terrible person, but cr- be able to create good because you know, you all start off not being a terrible person. And then, you know, whatever you end up doing later in your life, it doesn't necessarily negate the good that you did. It just means you're a fucking piece of shit person. What do you think about this bourbon, man? Um, the nose is great. I'm still taking my time with like going ahead and sipping it. Um, the nose is amazing. Um, yeah, this is literally it's banana bread, a little bit of like almost like paint thinner on the end because it's always got that like sharp bite. Mm-hmm. that gets you. Mm. Oh my god, and that pal- I mean, it's it's ooh, it's everything that I wanted. Did you try it? Mm, yeah, it's what's what I'm looking for and mm, yep. Mm-hmm. So, now that you've tried it, you said it's it's everything you wanted. What do you it's mean? It's everything I wanted in like old Forester like releases that was missing. Okay. And maybe that comes with like the age, the extra whatever the fuck they do to this. So, the tasting that I didn't like at first is still there. It's opened up a lot. Mhm. But the first time I tried this, and the reason why I said why the fuck is this considered special is because it didn't taste like bourbon. Yeah. And I had to think about it. And I talked with Kyle, who's the small staff sommelier, and he goes, I like this bourbon more than other bourbons because it's, it, tastes, it tastes completely different than yep, bourbon. You know what I mean? It does. Yeah. Um, it almost tastes everything like... Everything that I want, it's everything... Go ahead. Sorry. No, this is something stupid. Finish. It's just, it's just everything that is 
not bourbon, but good. If that makes sense. Like it, it is bitter. It's spicy. It, it does have a good amount of Oak there for 11 years. I will say that Oak comes through pretty strong there, but it is, it is mellowed out. It is, it is, there's not a ton of sweetness to it. It's very much in your face, making you smack your tongue. Um, it's a very interesting flavor that now I appreciate a lot. And now I understand, but at first I was, I was expecting like this, I think sometimes when I pop a really expensive bottle, I expect, um, dare I say, bland straight from the barrel. <laughs> you know, I expect, I expect just loads of, um, loads of, uh, flavor. Just like vanilla. Loads of vanilla, the smoothness that comes with it. It shouldn't taste like a barrel. It should taste like the best dessert you've ever had. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but that's not whiskey. This has been 11 years in the barrel and it's lower proof and the flavors come out and the flavors are what make it so distinct. Tastes like a birthday bourbon. Mm, interesting. <laughs> I don't fucking know. It's not a bourbon. It's a Do you know why it's called birthday bourbon? I don't know. I don't know shit about this bourbon, dude. Okay. I'm not going to lie to you. I'll look it up. Wait. There's just so much out there. You just have to choose what you remember. Mm-hmm. Like... I'll remember the first time. Yeah, dude, this is going for $1,500 on whiskey pages. Which is fucking disgusting. $2,400 on one page. <sighs> Five stars. What in the world? Yeah, see, here's the thing. Um, I mean, I'm just going to say it off the bat, like, before I get to rating it, before we get to rating it, I will rate it lower than Blood Oath. Really? I, I, just, I just will. Because, like, there's the price, there's the findability factor, and the hype factor. It's good. I like it. I wonder what it tastes like off the neck pour. I mean, I've had it before. It's been a while, but I just don't, I don't see why this bottle would sell for $1,500 fucking dollars. Like there's so many other bottles that would buy for $1,500 before I bought this. Yeah. hundred percent. I mean, all the heaven Hill high releases, all of the pappies. Like I would literally murder half of Grand Rapids to get William Leroy Weller. Yeah. And that's the thing, dude, is now that I've had Pappy in me, which is considered one of those top tier, like William LaRue Weller, you know what I mean? What? You've had Pappy in you? I've had Pappy in me, baby. Now that I've had Pappy in me, it, it like, old Forrester, I see what you're doing here, and very good. Um, but this is not worth $1,500. I mean, nothing is at the end of the day. But, like, I would pay... Six hundred to seven hundred dollars for my own old Fitzgerald. I would pay six hundred to seven hundred dollars for my own Heaven Hill Seventeen. I'd probably pay up to a grand for my own bottle of Pappy. You can literally buy. <laughs> I, I gotta stop. No, stay. you literally can. Like, so here's the thing. You know, you can literally go and find your favorite porn star in all of existence uh-huh. and pay fifteen hundred or less to hang hang out with them. Yeah, hang out with them in a hotel As an room. adult with your time being of adults having time as an adult's consensually blah, think, blah, blah, air quotes. Do you think um, there is like a like a time package? Like you get 30 minutes? Allegedly, yes, there is. Really? Allegedly. So are they just like champion edgers so they know how to make sure like you don't... Well, here's the thing. You pay for your time and if you finish before the time is up, you can do more with your time, or you can just say, eh, you know, whatever, I'm just going to fucking leave because you know what? I love my wife and my kids. So, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I might as well just leave while I'm here. You know what I mean? Wow. Yeah. Well, that is a thing. You know, um, they do have those packages and some of them do travel. Um, that is a thing. 
But having said that, you could pay less than this bottle of bourbon to be. This is fucking canceled. It's not going to be canceled. No, I mean, just like I it's, it's a fucking of, fact. I think dude. some of our listeners just turned the volume like, up. Literally, get on Google right now. Take your favorite porn star and like whatever, like booking or because they're always like DM me for booking or email so and so for booking. It literally is just a fucking front for whatever it is they do. And they'll might be like, mm-hmm. here we go, like a thousand dollars for like an hour or fifteen hundred mm-hmm. or whatever it is. Like you really think you're gonna last an hour with Riley Reed? Like come on. Not a shot. You're not. You're gonna last about three seconds yes. when you walk through that door and then you're gonna go, why am I here? All the gas station boner pills couldn't save you. No, they will not. Mm-mm. So having said all that why would this fucking shit be like, why would you buy $1,500 for this? Like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Yeah. No, like, no, hundred percent. How many said that? It's still a decent bourbon. Um, I'm probably gonna rate it a 5.7. So when I first tasted this, I was ready to give it a zero. <laughs> not, not today, but when I first popped this open and thank God the old Forrester rep wasn't here when I popped it open, I was so disappointed. You just been like, get the fuck out of here. I was so disappointed, man. Fucking bullshit. I'll be honest with you. For $150, I'm giving you this a three. Mm. And mm. hot take, come at me. Destroy us. Just, mm. just light us up in the comments. Get us that engagement, please. This is a three. And I will rate 1920 and 1910 four and a half. Yeah. I, I do like. I, and I don't it's know higher I've, proof. I don't know what I've rated those in the past, but I do. I would drink all the other ones over this just because there's not enough of anything like like i said like it does it gave, nothing different well here's the thing like the finish like for me when i initially had that excuse me that sip it gave me all the things that i was looking for in the end mm-hmm. of like your standard old forester lineup like i would drink 19 10 19 20 i'm like oh boom fire 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 this is like off the front where's that finish where's that complexity yeah i get that for like that first sip and then it goes away yeah and then I'm like, okay, wait, 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 that's, that's it. I thought there would be more after that. Cause usually that first sip like wakes you up and then you get more after that with this, yeah. it literally just lays its cards out on the table with that first sip. And you're like, all right, this is good. Okay. All right. Next sip. And they're like, okay, this is good. But where, 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 yeah. where's, where, where's the rest? Now, if they bottled this as 1920, I'd probably give it a five and a half, six. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that price point's different, but for what, like not even the allocation price point or the secondary price point for what it's worth. I just don't, I don't. I mean, if you have this bottle and you were to share two ounces with me, I'd be so very thankful because I know what it takes to get this bottle. Yeah. But I just don't. I'm not impressed. Yeah, this is just another example of like. This is supposed to be your best work. Yeah, that's my thing. And this, I guess that's what it comes down to. It's not the price. It's not the taste. I mean, it is well, a taste you, and it is a price, but this is supposed to be your best work as a distillery. This, this is your so- most high end allocated, most thought out, most intentional product. And it doesn't taste better than 1920 or 1910. Right. This was supposed to be your graduation. Yes. This was supposed to be your birthday. Like life of Pablo or. Yeah. This is supposed to be, this is supposed to be the big deal that you guys do and it tastes whatever. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, dude. I'm so glad you think that too, because like like other people are like, oh no, I get it. I was like, I don't know, dude. Nose first sip. I was like, oh wow. And then you start to finish it. Nose is good. And then you're like, all right, well, okay. You know, I want a little bit more than this. You know, I want a little bit more. It's like, and I've said this again, and I've used this experience multiple times. You know, you get that, you get that girl back and you're like, damn, she's hot. All right. She gets her clothes off. Damn. Okay. Okay. All right. Oh, wait, you're still laying there. 
Oh wait. Oh, okay. All right. All right. I'm doing all the work. Okay. Okay. This isn't as great as I thought it was going to be. You know what I mean? You're just fucking starfishing. Yeah. Like, and that's literally an example of another starfish. Yes. Yeah, so this is a starfish bourbon. That's a like, great it's a way to put starfish it. bourbon. Yeah. It is a starfish bourbon. All right. And with that, I think that's about it. Dude. I think that's about it. I think I got to stop before I say some shit. Yeah. Regret. I like it. I mean, if we went for another hour, we could probably do the last hour just on Patreon. Absolutely. Yeah. But uh, we got shit to do. We do got shit to do. We love you guys. We love you guys. <laughs> fuck yeah. What'd you say? I said fuck yeah. Fuck you. Fuck yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. I think I figured out the problem.